We want better schools. We want them now. Stand in our way, and you'll catch these eight black hands with Ankrum, Cole, El Mecky, and Stewart. Join us now for an hour or more of talk on education and culture. All right, folks. Uh, welcome to the Eight Black Hands podcast. This is episode one thirty one, and today uh, we're gonna shoot our shot. We're gonna uh, we're gonna centralize this to a regional location, and that location is going to be Texas. So it's gonna be like we live from Texas as we discuss the things that are happening uh, there. And so before we uh, start the show, fellas, how you doing? Let's do our check in. The uh, Beji, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing good, man. I'm good to. See See y'all. It's been a staycation week for me, so uh, so I'm, all, I'm still in staycation mode. Uh, but I'm good, man. I'm good. Good. Glad to see y'all. That's what's up, Reefy. Yeah. What's happening? Hey, man. Good to see y'all. Water is starting to recede a little bit in Philly with all these crazy floods. Um, I hear that the Philly uh, parking authority is still out there giving tickets for flooded cars and whatnot. But you know. Uh, other than that, everything's good, man. Everything's good. Bro, Amen. so so real quick, man. Um, so I'm seeing, I, I saw some of the stuff that was happening in Philly in terms of like the 476 being uh, flooded out or whatever. Yeah, 676, and I'm seeing people, yeah. I'm sorry, 676. Yeah. And then I'm seeing people doing backflips off Back the bridges into it. Into yeah, sewage. Yeah, bacteria infested, you know, just let me go swim in some sewage. Uh, it's, it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. <laughs> they like, please don't dive into, like, that's the kind of place I live in, man. They got Was it black basket. folks? Was it black folks? No, no, no. I was just black folks doing that. <laughs> It was a it was a mixture of folks. Charles, how, how you doing, bro? I'm good, man. My cousin is off the ventilator and out of ICU good. and back Praise in the, the in the in the in the, uh, the family group chat. Uh, back to cracking, you know, well, we cracking jokes, but he's good and he's getting mm-hmm. better. So we 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 up, man. That's what's up. Yeah, that's what's, that's up. what's up, man. Um, Yo, shout out to everybody that's going through it right now. You know, uh, folks that are uh, surviving from this this this, this Hurricane Ida situation. Uh, man, that's that that's man. Uh, shout out to my family down in Louisiana. I know um, a lot of folks are, are, are using generators in order to in order to get right and stuff. Um, I think it's like seven hundred thousand people that are still without um, that are still without power down in Louisiana. And they said for weeks, right? Right. And then, you know, it, you know, it, it just t- so fellas, I'm going to pitch you with this. Right. So, you know, we heard the story about Green New Deal and infrastructure and all these other things. Right. Doesn't what happened with this Hurricane Ida thing make you feel like, you know, it, 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 we need to invest in our infrastructure? Well, I mean, I think infrastructure as well as take climate, uh, you know, the climate issues far more seriously, you know, um, you know, whether it's uh, the marshes that have been drained out that can't collect the water or the soil erosion on the beaches or whatever it is, uh, plus the infrastructure, the bridges, the school buildings, all that stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is that what hasn't been invested in in a, in a big way in, in, uh, <clears throat> since the New Deal in a lot of places. So that's crazy. That's a long time. Yeah. Uh, Chris, what do you think? Infrastructure. 
I agree with uh, Sharif. I mean, we got to put money into it. We had, you know, so over the years, we've we've seen bridges collapse. Um, we've seen, I mean, in my lifetime, we had earthquakes out in the, the Bay Area where it showed how weak the infrastructure was. I mean, <laughs> you know, you saw like people. I mean, being the out New Bay Bridge wasn't work. only what ten years late, whatever. So we we was working on that bridge since the the the, the big uh, earthquake. So. It feels like they never stopped working on it. You they know? didn't. And then <laughs> but, the boats, you know. when they did get the new one up, the boats started coming loose or whatever. So it was it's yeah. a lot. I mean, yeah. you know what? When they first started doing the highway system, it was something crazy, like $12 million a mile uh, uh, for highways. So well, it's, it's not cheap. So I want people to know that when we say, oh, we should just do infrastructure. Right. It's not like it's cheap. And some of y'all ain't paying no taxes when y'all be talking stuff about like we need to. I don't do even know that. Some of y'all they don't pay no taxes. So no. you like to be call. saying what we gonna do with other people's mm-hmm. money, but you know you ain't paying nothing. So Bro, the only people that aren't paying taxes are the people that make above four hundred thousand dollars a year, man. That's Everybody not else true, that's bro. under that's that. Not true. The majority taxes, of taxes bro. are paid by people with money. I'm just gonna put it out there. Some no, like that's not true at money. all. Yeah, that's not true. true. Bezos that's paid true. no money in taxes, bro. But all right, nonetheless, that's not true, folks. If you're in our audience right now, we're doing mental health check this week. Uh, let us know where you at. Uh, one to ten mental health uh, check. Where are you? Right, it's a lot going on in the country, right? And so, all right, Texas, man. This is a tough show because I don't think we talk enough about the things that transpire down in that state that should be ceded back to Mexico. But um, let's uh, uh let's <laughs> let's get this video to kind of uh bring us bring us in. So I teach history at the college level in Texas, and I'm teaching a freshman level introduction to history class, an honors class. And just for fun today, I asked the students, I was like, list 10 white men from U.S. history. And immediately they got 10. They were like George Washington, Thomas Jefferson. They they named 10. Um, So I was like, okay, name 10 women from U.S. history. And they were like Jackie Kennedy, Eleanor Roosevelt, Michelle Obama. And I was like, all right, you got three presidents' wives. Uh, name other women. And they were like Rosa Parks. And, and that was all they got. They got four. Um, I was like, all right, name 10 pe- non-white people who are from U.S. history. And they were like Martin Luther King, Malcolm X, Rosa Parks. And that was all that they had was those three. And, I, and this was mostly Hispanic students. So I was like, list 10 Hispanic people from U.S. history. And they were like, who is that guy that we beat at the Alamo? And I was like, Santa Ana. And they were like, yeah, him. And Pancho Villa. And those were the only two they had. And I was like, did you learn about those being good guys or those being bad guys? And they were like, those were the bad guys. And I was like, can you name any Hispanic people who were good guys? And they didn't have any. Um, So I was like... Can you name um, 10 people who were handicapped? And they had Stephen Hawking, and uh, that was all that they had. They could have came up with Franklin Roosevelt. But I was like, can you name any white people who were bad guys? 
and they didn't have any white people who were bad guys. And in Texas right now, there's this idea that the teachers are teaching critical race theory. I don't even know what critical race theory is, but that's the accusation. And the Texas government is trying to crack down on that at the K through 12 level, trying to limit our teaching of race. But as it already stands, all my students are coming to me knowing is about white people being good guys, Hispanics being bad guys, and three non-white people, and that's about it. A few women who married people who were presidents, and that's like all that they're learning, and they want to limit that even more. In his book, Pedagogy of the Oppressed, Paulo Freire, who was Brazilian, he wasn't even writing from America, he says that in most education systems, they teach the oppressors to be proud of who they are, and they teach the oppressed that they don't have value, that they shouldn't be proud. And I feel like that's what's happening in the education system already, and they're wanting to change it even more to be more in that direction. And it's disheartening, and I don't know how we fix this. Yeah. So, uh, Reef, who uh, helped me co-produce this because he sent me that video. <laughs> so, Reef, uh, what, were, what were your initial thoughts, man, when you when you saw that? I mean, uh, first thing I thought of was, you know, everything's bigger in, in Texas, including the racism. So, you know, like that's that's a part of their, uh, you know proud legacy um, in, in so many different ways. Uh, I, I, I look at him as a, as a teacher who's trying to, you know, uh, understand, you know, before you start teaching, you all know this, you try to figure out where students are and then grow from there. So I'm not surprised about uh, his students' lack of knowledge about uh, folks, but, you know, I mean, an easy one, once he said like, hey, name all the bad white folks, they could have just went down the folks that they had listed as the, uh, as the, the white folks that they knew as a hero, yeah, they could have just went down that list and they they would have got an A plus plus, you know. Uh. <laughs> Chris, what were your thoughts, man? I mean, I don't know what to think about Texas just because, as Sharif said, you know, they always do racism bigger. They're living up to their history. They're living up. The history of Texas is rife with all kinds of uh, of backwardness. And it's just a shame that the state is so big because so much that happens in Texas and California dictates what happens nationally in terms Facts. of curriculum and textbooks and other things because their, yes, their markets are so big. So if they go if they go big and stupid on racism, then it has an impact on the whole country. Right. So that, that's all I can say about it. But, you know, um, um What's interesting to me is I'm hearing a lot of these stories, but I'm not hearing a lot of pushback. So it just tells me that one side is really on their game and another side is off of their game. And, and you know, I don't want to take this opportunity as many to beat up on my own people because my own people are my people. Right. Um, but we got it. We got to hold each other accountable sometimes when we're just not showing up for the, the right stuff, but we're showing up for the wrong stuff. And, and, and in this case, I don't see a lot of pushback. And as a matter of fact, the few times I've heard a few people and, and Charles will know where I've heard some of this. The few times I've heard some of our people who live in Texas even mention it or talk about it. It was from a weird kind of I love Texas perspective of, well, you know, they shouldn't be teaching this, you know, black stuff anyways, because we know they won't get it right. It's it's a weird kind of pro black inaction is what it is. It's like, well, you know, I don't expect them to teach that anyways, that type of thing. As we're making a generation dumber about their own people. So, yeah, Charles, jump in here. 
Yeah, I think it's going to be an interesting show because I don't see us really disagreeing today. Uh, it was like, I was like, we got one. I mean, it's, it's good. We need to do it. But does it make for good rate? Does it make for good show? I don't know. We'll see. But <laughs> I agree. Uh, listen, you, you got to have faith that Ray going to throw something in there. That's I got, gonna, okay, you know, I got really you. Gonna nah, you know, the, the one thing, the one up. thing, no, sir, the one thing that I was going to throw in there, I took that out and you won't hear no mention of that I, I on this show. This. <laughs> I'll say this. I know a lot of people that live in Texas they really, and people that are from Texas are really, really proud. And I think that they'd also be the first people to be like, this is some foul stuff. Like, this is some foul, like, but but again, people showing you who they are. Listen, man, uh, here, here's what I'll say that might add something different to the conversation. Because I agree with everything that you all said. And I think the perspective that we have to take is Texas is a state and has always been a state that will show up to fight. And they take and seize on the opportunities of their party and what they believe and the energy that they have. So they're just doing the things that they have always done. And they saw an opportunity and they pounced on it. Whereas the side that I tend to be on tends to do a lot of talking, tends to do a lot of pathologizing, tends to be like the word police now, as opposed to actually taking action and building out legislation that would counter these things or be the bigger stick. You know, this is what New York and California is supposed to shine, baby. Like when they made that law about abortion, and I know that's down the docket What California. You expect the Californians and the New Yorks to actually come with the bigger, badder kind of, okay, here's the other thing that can be precedent for folks. You know what I'm saying? So um, Uber shouldn't have to step in and in, 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 in those places to say, we'll pay, you know, if you get, if you get this, if you get dinged on this. So I think that this, from this video, it never was about critical race theory. It was never about any of this stuff. It's about we are superior. Part of public education's job is to indoctrinate your children. And part of that is buying into what we have sold you as America. You can't go in North. You can't walk around North Korea saying nothing bad about North Korea. I mean, you can try. I don't think you're going to make it back home. And I think that <laughs> Texas is, is very much in line with that because they've done their history on how empires last and how they stay. And you need people to be ignorant and you need them to sing the praises of the emperor. Well, Texas is the emperor and you can't be teaching this true history stuff and still be the emperor because Texas looks backwards as hell when you do that. But but Charles, I ask you a quick question because uh, it relates to my last point. You said we may not disagree, so here might here, here, let's let's try. bring it in. Come let's, on, brother. Let's try and disagree. I, look, let's look, try I said I'm gonna give you. We gonna we got this show. We popping it. Let's do it. Okay, so you know the people that like we normally uh, get annoyed by on our side of the fence are the people who are on Twitter who have invented mm -hmm. a whole new language to describe the world, and you know they're overwoke in so many ways. You could ridicule them for being overwoke, and they're so in their feelings and most of them are college educated, a lot of them are beige, and a lot of them have been to college, right? And we could beat them up a lot, but honestly, in a case like this, they're the only ones. If you are hearing about this issue that we're talking about right now, you're probably only hearing about it because mm -hmm. it's circulating amongst them. Why isn't the proletariat uh, ever caring about these type of issues? Why does the proletariat seem so disinterested in things that are germane that will that will later hurt them. I'll just put it that way. I, why is I, why is it yeah. only the, the Twitterati? Why are the Twitteratis the only ones that will be trafficking in this information? Okay. Well I think that's a good question. Here's what I would say. I would say that those folks tend to be able to have time. You know how the, how the young folks say, I got time today? Well they tend to have a lot of time. Uh, mm. the rest of the damn country is underwater. 
Another part of the country is being ravaged by storms. Another part of the country is getting tornadoes where it's never had tornadoes in their lifetime before. Oh, yeah. And there's also COVID outbreaks. And we got the highest numbers we've ever had. What I'm saying is people respond to the things that's directly into their in their face. Um, and I think that there are some people that, you know, got some time and space and can go on the Internet and the interwebs and have those conversations and push those dialogues. But I think people are going to try to take care of their direct care and needs first because a lot of those people don't live in Texas, right? Like now if you live in Texas and all that stuff is happening then it's a different kind of ball game. And I think some people just feel powerless. You know what I mean? Um, you know, Texas got a big stick. We can take it. We can make a lot of jokes. We can say whatever we want, but Texas be on Texas code. Like, and, and they, and they, and they get on their people. So that's what I would say, Chris, is that, you know, the, the conversation in my family's group, Text this year, this 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 week, these last few weeks ain't had nothing to do with Texas. You know what I'm saying? It's been about this COVID. It's been about this this stroke that somebody had, this heart attack, the weather because somebody else is caught in like Ida or whatever because it's still hidden. You know, I know if y'all not everything ain't New York. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my New York brethren, but like they tend to talk about New York on national news, but there's a lot of other places being hit by it right now. That's what that conversation is about. I'm gonna ask the other brothers because because I know you're gonna throw throw bail to this group. So for other brothers, why? <laughs> why bail? Wait, wait, was why, that why, bail? Well, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm saying like, that people gotta worry about way, what's germane to them. I feel like you're giving them an out because I can I can guarantee you that they can tell you everything about Donda this week. I think they can tell you everything about the yeah. beef between Drake and Kanye. This Donda week. brings people joy. Texas mm-hmm. doesn't. No, no, Donda Donda's trash. So you don't so even I like just, rap. Hey, 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 wait, wait, So I'm gonna ask Angram, I'm gonna ask Angram and Sharif, why <laughs> why why is it that the Twitterati is always like the ones that are in on these type of things? But the the working class the people who it might hurt downstream who do seem to be entertained by some other stuff in, in cultural media all the time. Like they're trading some stories right now that ain't about like how, how bad it is, you know, and everything else. They, but they're not they're not paying attention to this. Really? Why? Mm-hmm. Never mind. Move on. All right. Go ahead. Go ahead. Reef. Go ahead. No, I mean, I, I think it's like like that in, in a lot of places. I think a lot of folks are overwhelmed with a lot of different things. I think some folks are just like, this is what they what they are doing. And I'm just going to, you know, move forward. I would say I, I don't know about like the grassroots um, in Texas, <laughs> although I know they have a history of activism. Right. And so I think it's a combination of what Cole said. I think. Uh, I like your answer too. I know. Uh, you know, I like um, you know. So I think it's a it's a combination of different things, and I'm pretty far away from it. But I, I guarantee you, there are some uh, some brothers and sisters who are uh, you know given a good fight um, down in Texas, as they've always had. You know, a lot of times we hear, you know. You know, Texas is huge and, and they have a history of this. I mean, everything's wrong in a lot of places from the Cowboys to their stances on uh, CRT. And the, I mean, they, they ban a mask, right? Like, I mean, any, any group of folks mm-hmm. that will ban a mask mm-hmm. to keep children safe in school. Like, I mean, they they on some other stuff, man. So, mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Um, well, crazy story right here in Austin. Another crazy story. Is still preparing her classroom and now recovering after having her mask ripped off during a meeting with the parent earlier this week. It happened just days after the district instituted a mask mandate. District officials say that she wasn't injured, but it was very upsetting. Avery, Thomas, Avery Travis has a story. Just two days before Ian's ISD kids are back on campus, 
parents got an email. Disappointed, alarmed. Alerting them, another parent physically assaulted a teacher, ripping the mask off her face. In another instance, parents yelled at a teacher to take off her mask. We moved to this house to be in Eames ISD. But these incidents were enough to push Ryan Clinton and his wife to pull their first grader out of Eames ISD in search of a virtual option. We feel like our hands were tied. The district superintendent, Dr. Tom Leonard, says no charges will be filed this time. My staff members need to be treated with respect, period. Keep it off our school grounds and keep it out of my classrooms. The kids are watching. He says teachers and staff are doing their best. But he emphasized the Travis County order mandating masks doesn't give them many tools to enforce compliance. We're going to encourage masks, but I'm going to respect them either way. And we are not going to be the mask police. Whatever's best for your that's what Jennifer Stevens and members of her group, Eans Kids First, are asking of the district, rallying on Tuesday night against forced masking. Some of those things need to free the face and not be taught by the district without the parents. <laughs> and while her hell to the no, free the face. So, so, fellas, fellas, so you know, Chris, that, you, you hit it to on be, to be fair to that lady because I know you cut it out, but I do remember her saying she rebuked that person at. Uh, was physical or whatever. I think we didn't get to that part in there. Yeah. That like, I, no, no she's still worries, stupid, no worries, no but she's still, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's still dumb, but okay. Yeah, so, yeah. so but my, my, my question, my question to you guys, right, is that, like, so it just seems like everything, so so it starts in Texas, right? And Chris, you you hit it earlier when you were like, you were talking about the textbook thing, you were talking about like how things morph in Texas, but then they kind of head like westward and, and then eastward in terms of like how the stupidity catches on, right? Mm-hmm. And so, when I think about Texas, I also think about Florida and I think about these people that are in these government, these, these gubernatorial positions that have their eyes on the White House. And so they're doing these things and it may not even be in the best interest of the people in their state because they're thinking about rallying a base that is going to get them like a, a sure ticket to, to to be the Republican nominee for uh, for, for 2024. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, 2020. I don't know where we at. Twenty twenty four, yeah, yeah, twenty twenty two, right? For the midterms, yep. yeah. And so, and so, what's what's y'all's take on? First of all, uh, uh, folks being assaulted uh, <laughs> uh, for for wearing masks, for wanting to be safe. Like, what's what's y'all's thoughts on that? Well, we, we know this right away. We know that yeah. the perps had to have been white. Cause they said no, no child, no charges were filed this time. (laughs) That's how you know the perps were white. (laughs) Cause if it had been some black perps, it would have been like, and two men are dead at the scene of a school (laughs) tonight at eleven. Right, (laughs) right. Two black men ripped the mask off a white teacher's face, and they're dead. Uh Yeah. So, so, so that's how we know the perps. But this is what I think. My short analysis of this situation is: you've heard me say it probably before, which is that. White people have convinced themselves that they're a minority now and that they're out of power and they're test driving their own civil rights movement and they're latching on to whatever issues they can that makes them oppressed so that they can test drive the language of oppression and to being downtrodden. And this should scare everybody in America because even with all of the governor's houses, even with almost all of the Senate, all but two seats of the Senate and the majority of all government positions, they have 
have convinced themselves that they are being oppressed because they are being told no on a couple of things like a mask, uh, 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 school sh- uh, openings and closings and whatnot. It's the first time where they're able to feel oppressed in, in a way where they feel like they have a movement. So they're showing up for their movement, but what they're giving us is a forecast of what it's going to look like listening to white people for 50 years as they are no longer the majority of America. They are going to be the most annoying minority ever because their privilege, their privilege is going to make everything seem like oppression, right? Everything. And it's already, they're test driving it right now. A mask is the biggest thing that they can wrap it around right now. Free the face. Free the face. Free the face. Wow. It reminds me of that African proverb, man. It goes something to the effect of never underestimate what a group of stupid people can accomplish. That's what we're seeing. You know, we're, we just see that, you know, continuation of organized stupid people can still get shit done. Right. And so we can rest on our laurels if we want. We can say, we have the moral uh, high ground. We can say, oh, the science says this. They're organizing around a stupid idea over and over again, and they're mm-hmm. pushing it through. And we're like, well, that's dumb, or that's the, and they're, in the meantime, they're getting legislation passed. Mm-hmm. They, they're uh, mm-hmm. locking things down, shutting stuff down, right? And so like, they, they're taking a page out of, uh, you know, their history and, and others' history and saying, we ain't standing for it. <laughs> you know, we don't care about your logic, your science, your, your uh, politeness. We don't care about any of that. Check this mm-hmm. out. Check you know? this out. Hold my beer. Yeah, hold my yeah. beer. Hold my beer. <laughs> <laughs> the, hold my yeah, beer. I mean, I, I agree with both of them brothers, man. And uh, I would just, I think it's similar to the people that you were talking about the Twitterati earlier, the reason why they say whatever they want. and what. A lot of these people, it's just, they ain't never been slapped in the face. Listen, all I'm saying is this, like a good, you get hit in the mouth one good time, you just learn a lot. Like I learned this lesson at a very young age on the playground. It was running my mouth. You said something to the wrong person. And they socked you and you went home holding your eye and then you had to explain some stuff. That person should have went home holding their eye. Like when you when I was listening, I was fantasizing about if it would have been the open hand forward or back or if it would have been like a with knuckles. Would it, without yeah, knuckles. like would it, would it have been like a tackle? Like, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just I wanted Wait. somebody would have jumped in. I, I was just I just I was just daydreaming. I almost missed my cue. So my bad, y'all. I just was curious. Bro, when you said the tackle, I kind of started thinking about WWE and Roman Reigns. I'm just saying, like, like I'm just saying, I mean, come on, man. Like all of us, like this is a different generation. All of us yeah. have said the wrong thing on somebody's playground and you like this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you learn some lessons in that moment and you learn what you made out of. But here's the here's the thing that's very serious. I do think these people are testing. I think it is like, um, remember in Fight Club, it was a great movie, but it, remember that stat that, that, that Brad Pitt said? Most people avoid confrontation. Like, don't yeah. let the internet fool you. They really don't want that smoke. And I think mm-hmm. that the South, I think that these people are ready for this next election. And I think that they like, y'all some suckers. Y'all are some suckers. I will, I will, I will cancel black stuff. I will get rid of abortion. I'm gonna call you nigga to your face. I'm gonna put it in. I'm gonna take out your curriculum and I'm gonna take the mask off your face. You punk. You sucker. And you ain't gonna do nothing. You are gonna run to the internet. And you are gonna cry. Guess what? You can't cancel people that don't give a damn about you in the first place. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I, I think our people I'm should go saying. and listen to what they're what they're consuming in their media. That's what I think people should do. I think black people, if you are listening to me, are you black, brown, or beige? 
and you are listening to this right now. Wait, I would, I would challenge you. Stop I would challenge shit. you. I would challenge you <laughs> to to listen to go on their media diet for one week. Go on a, a, a white right wing oh, media they, they diet about, for they a week. They with the shits. They with the shits. They about they're about their guns. Absolutely. They're, they're about their firing ranges. They're conceal and carry. They're jogging. They're they're being in shape. They're preppers. Prepping, mm-hmm. filling their basements with foods and all this stuff. You will find all these weird channels and you like, what are y'all preparing for exactly? And when that question comes out your mouth, you should actually stop and go, damn, that is the question. What are they preparing for? Yeah. Why are they doing all this? This? I don't know. They can't prep on those so. crates, though. So forget all that. <laughs> and meanwhile, we meanwhile we falling off crates and dying. And don't say we 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 ain't doing nothing. We ain't touch. If if I had a crate, I would have cut the bottom out and made a basketball court and put on a light pole. We don't. There's no we there in that one. I mean, that shit is dumb. But I mean, I agree with you. I mean, listen, man. But we have to be very listen. There are these people that that feel like they freedom they freedom is being infringed on. Whether I agree with these people or not, you need to listen to people. I've heard a very smart man say, "Listen, when I don't know you personally, I gotta take every threat like it's real. It's a threat. It's a threat, mm-hmm. and we testing mm-hmm. the limits. And it's like, see, I told you, you can go up there and you can pull that mask off. We got your back. Ain't nothing gonna happen. And nothing happened. Nothing and and happened. we didn't press charges this time. All right, well, cool. And when you do press charges, I got the DA on my side. I got the I got the prosecutors on my side. You know what I'm saying? Because we, we don't believe this either. But don't also also don't be lulled into believing that this is just only Southern white people. Don't be lulled into thinking that this is only white folks, that it ain't some Negroes that look like you that feel the same way about a lot of this stuff. This is don't, true. Don't, don't play, don't play them games with yourself. This is you true. will be playing yourself the same way about this vaccine. I, I was just yep. on. I can't You're go right. into the specifics of this board meeting, but we were talking about it and I was like, look. This ain't just white people that's that's against this vaccine. I got people that I love very dearly mm-hmm. in the same conversations. That's like, I'm not touching that stuff. So mm-hmm. don't be fooled and just think that it's just them people or that just because you live in California or you live in New York. It's people like that that feel the same way. Try to try to shut down California again. Try it. I bet you well, it. I bet so- you it come out different, bro. So, so it's funny that you should mention that, right? Like, this doesn't really have a, but it really doesn't, it's not a part of like the Texas theme show, mm-hmm. but it's definitely good conversation. And so I'm sitting and I'm thinking to myself, I was talking to one of my, uh, one of my frat brothers earlier, and we were talking about just like what a new shutdown would look like. And me personally, I don't know, I don't know how you guys feel, but like, you know, there's a, a mu or a new uh, variant that's out or whatever. Um, cool. And then there's also the Delta variant. And honestly, I I don't think I could handle, I don't think I could physically or mentally handle another shutdown. And so what are y'all's thoughts? I think America's going to die because America is free and stupid. And I think that the countries that are doing uh, lockdowns the right way and are doing kind of, you know, they have uh, community support and participation because they know that they want to be alive. The Netherlands, Sweden and places like that. It's because they're they're generally smarter than the United States are. It is a luxury to be ignorant and to be stupid in the world. It is a luxury. And there is no place more luxurious than the United States of America. You can be a whole ass imbecile and become president. 
president of the United States of America and and lead other imbeciles to take over everything. Uh, and there are people, I'm sorry, there are people that look like us that are just as every village has its idiots. And we got our idiots, too. We, we, we need to stop pretending like this is a bunch of Southern white folks. Well, but listen, science and math is science and math. You know, you add stuff up and it adds up to what it adds up. And there are some nations that understand that. There's some countries that get that. So when it comes down to locking stuff down, it ain't like, oh, man, oh, my God, I don't know that I can survive it. Oh, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. Blah, blah, blah. You know, what you're going to do is you're going to stay alive as a country, as a community. You're going to keep the old people alive. You're going to keep yeah. the kids safe. You know, you're going to yeah. do some. But in America, you can't make me wear a mask. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't tell me yeah. what to do. And it just sounds like it sounds like our luxury, our privilege, our ignorance all coming out our mouth at once. And you know what? It sounds like Rome in the last days, Athens in the last days, every nation that ever failed that didn't know that they were big, fat and stupid died of being big, fat and stupid. Hey, Reef, come, coming right to you. But but, but Christy, your point, man, <laughs> you know, yeah, I, 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 you're, you're 100 percent right, man. It's like, yo, we, we got to wrap our minds around like finally getting through this. And I think that it's going to take good leadership on a national level. Right. And it's also going to take uh, our belief in that leadership. So like when we're hearing things from like the CDC, we're hearing things from the scientists. Right. Just like uh, not being anti-science, not uh, being pro Ryan, Rand Paul. <laughs> <laughs> from your party. Yeah, from your no. party. <laughs> Reef, jump in here, baby. Yeah, I mean, when I was thinking when you were saying, like, you don't know if you could handle another shutdown. I'm like, man, you better be, if they, if this calls for that, you better get ready. Don't be out there like them <laughs> jokers who like, yeah, I can't let go of my Doritos and hog balls, you know what I mean? And they, they, they on the two, they smoking cigarettes. I can't get rid, I can't stop it. Like, yeah, all right. Like, you know what? Something's going to stop you. You don't stop yourself. Something is going to stop you, right? And so, you know, I, I think you know, if, if it comes to that, then, you know, um, like, all right, like that's, you know, we got to take precautions, whatever, whatever they are, you know, um, you know, for ourselves, our family, you know, and our community. And I think, you know, back to what we said earlier, you know, again, like it, it reminds me of, you know, when they're the white lash, right? You know, mm. when Malcolm was talking about like when people are sad, they don't do anything. They just cry over their condition. But when they get angry, they bring about change. The change ain't always good. So you, you get a group of angry and stupid people with that previous uh, proverb, angry and stupid. Mm. Like they bringing about change. You know, it, it, it ain't it ain't healthy for the planet. It ain't healthy for for anybody, including themselves. But they're constricted thinking they can't see that. Right. You know, they they're like we're superior in our thought no matter how dumb we are. That's that's where their uh their mindsets are. Charles, bring you in. Look, man, my aunt just left. I mean, we getting her right, right. You feel me? She just did her gun safety class. She got her concealed uh, thing or whatever. That's what we got talking her... about guns. That's hey, bro. Up. Yeah, absolutely. That's a show coming up. That's a show coming up. Run up in this house. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Don't run up in this one and don't run up over there. It's going to yep. be a problem. I'm just, listen, man, all I'm saying is there are some people in it. I'm not inciting. I'm not, listen, I'm not inciting violence. I'm just exercising my, uh, my constitutional Second. rights. 
Um, I, I know the number. Oh, I listen. I know all the numbers. <laughs> I need to know the numbers. I have the whole thing. But uh, and, and 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 don't let Sharif fool y'all. It's an arsenal over that thing. So Absolutely. the point Absolutely. that I'm, the point that I'm making is is like, look, I'm not I'm not telling nobody they need to go hurt somebody, or whatever the case is. But you do need to pay attention. Again, we talk about literacy on this podcast, and I think a lot of y'all think that literacy is just being able to read and write. It is not that. Mm-hmm. It is being able to discern information. It's being able to read. It is being able to process what you are reading and understanding because you keep calling these people stupid. You keep, like we did with, we made fun of George Bush for saying nuclear. You know how long we made fun of him? For the eight years that he was president. He was still president. You feel me? And all I'm saying is don't let the internet lull you and fool you into just making jokes about everything. What are you doing to prepare for your family and all this stuff? Because I will say this, Sharif, and this is one part where we might disagree. I don't. I, I think it's a lot of black people, brown people, a lot of people that we love and care that will not stand for another shutdown. I think the economic like, like crunch that it put people in, and we were still dying and all this stuff, and you now dying from this new level of poverty. Ask me how I know because I've given out a lot of money in the last few months. You feel me? Like so, I think that the point that I'm making is is that what 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 are the other alternatives that we gonna have, and what are we gonna do around it? You know what I'm saying? And I think we have to have those conversations as a people. But again. And we got this coming soon. I got the editing done, fellas. Y'all will get a copy of it soon. But when we talk about being on code, this is what we're talking about. How do we respond to these things, especially as a group that's less than 13% of the country at the moment? What do we do? How do we kind of come together and band on this stuff? We the easiest group to separate. The easiest. It's not hard. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. not even hard. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. you know, we better get our house in order because them other groups are. Them other groups are. Them other groups are. And, and they standing by each other, man. So, so, so real quick, we're going to have a, a, a quick pause, quick moment of silence. You know, when I produce the show, we got to get these likes up. So, folks, if you are in the audience right now, I'm having my teacher moment here. I'll wait. I'll wait. Oh, <laughs> no, nah, but if you if you're listening, <laughs> oh, you wanted them if you're listening, yeah. <laughs> if you're listening to us right now, please like uh, and share and, uh, you know, and, and show us some appreciation, like how we show you guys appreciation. So, you know. We can get this to, to more folks. So um, you guys brought up arms, right? And so there's this thing in Texas now where um, where any citizen, uh, legal gun or not legal gun, can now uh, carry arms in the state of Texas. So do we see that being trans, trendsetting? Um, and, and, and do we see that happening in other states or like, how, how do we see that? Because usually when it happens in Texas or it happens in California or it happens in New York, like it spirals and it happens in other places. So what's your thoughts on that? Well, not on guns. It doesn't happen that way. Yeah. I, I don't mean, think the New, fo- oh, go ahead. Yeah. New, go ahead. I was just gonna say the folks that are the states that are not down with that. I don't think they're going to all of a sudden, you know, mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. New Jersey, New York, you know, wherever. Like, I, I don't think that happens. Yeah, the Places Panthers like handled that in California a while ago. <laughs> Texas. The, look, the Panthers lost us that right a long time ago in, in California. So <laughs> they showed up to the Capitol. They got rid of guns immediately. Yeah, I, I don't, so, you know. Yeah, but so I'm not talking, I'm not necessarily talking about those states. When I talk about Texas, I'm simply thinking about the southern states that now may uh, incorporate some of those things. So I could see like how you guys couldn't see a New York doing it or a New Jersey doing it. I could definitely see a Louisiana doing it or a Mississippi doing it or Arkansas doing it or you Georgia doing carry, it. But you can open the money. Open carry. 
They already open carry. Like when you go to Nevada, illegal, yeah, go ahead. Well, not with an illegal, not necessarily with an illegal yeah, firearm, with a legal gun. But, yeah, but, <laughs> but but I mean, but but you have to understand, like like gun toting states that believe in this. This is let me. This this is the philosophy around it. For those that don't know, I know you all might know. It. Hopefully, no, I don't feel like I'm talking down to you. But I lived in these places. They believe that the best way to keep a safe society is that if people know that you got a gun and they might have a gun, it's it tends to keep the peace. That's that's the logic around it right so i mean you're in a country with the largest mental health uh, hey <laughs> absolutely like, sure that, I, that works you know but when i when you go to reno or tahoe right like i, I you know we used to go to reno because you know when you don't want to go all the way to vegas and you live in a bay you see you see white folk you see people all day double holster baby double barrel like just having coffee i mean you can carry like when you go in there's certain stores here in chicago when i go to there's just a there's a gun sticker on it with a no because even for the people that can carry like my aunt got her carry license or whatever, right? So I mean, I, I don't know if I'm not if we if I'm missing part of your question, uh, uh, Ray. I don't know if these more liberal places will end up having like where you can have illegal guns and shit walking around with them. But but Southerners and gun free states, like they've been they they've been on that, bro. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not saying that there wasn't. Man. I mean, I remember growing up in Louisiana. Um, I remember my, my aunts used to carry pistols in their purses, right? Like a, a little 22, a little 25. Like, I, I, I remember that. And they're going get to you, get you up off of them if they have to, right? So, like, I I, I know all about that. Mm-hmm. But I'm just talking about just the illegal guns. And now that I'm thinking about it, shit, the guns in their purses might have been illegal. Absolutely. <laughs> listen, listen, fam. Uh, and I'm going to let Chris get in here because he got some sophisticated beige shit to tell us. You know what I'm saying? But, like, <laughs> let me tell you let me tell you how this, this go wrong. here. <laughs> yeah. People, people, people in California go to Nevada. Nevada and get guns. People in Chicago drive 15 minutes into Indiana and get Indiana. guns. Yes, like, sir. Yes, yeah, sir. Yes, you, sir. and you get them yeah. things, bro. You get... Yeah. Listen, man. <laughs> I don't want... This going to turn into a different podcast. I am a I don't want to do that. There's nothing here. I'm chilling, right? I got a security yeah. system. That's all I got. I'm just saying, people been with the shits, bro. Just because you yeah. nice, decent folk you nice, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You nice city folk ain't been on it. But I, yeah. I, I I venture to say I wouldn't run up in any of these four brothers on this screen's home oh, no, because I think not. these people know the law. <laughs> yes, sir. I, I mean, where does Chris, Chris live? He got to like dance with fucking polar. He got to dance with grizzly bears and shit. Like, no, I he, hope he well, got so, something. So, actually, so, so there's, there's a variety uh, of he got things that have been in Chris. Yeah. Yeah. He got, got like a hundred. Yeah, he does. And I don't hunt. You better not have no cap gun in that house. <laughs> no, but Minnesota is it. Minnesota is oddly a bluish state that mm-hmm. is conceal and carry. Uh, is a conceal and carry state. I think our relationship with guns is different, family by family, and this mm-hmm. is it's textured because uh, if if you're there's so much romance around guns, like white romance around guns is we're gonna fight the government one day. We're gonna be it's gonna be like Red Dawn or like something something's gonna happen and it's they gonna be like ready. the movies and we're all gonna like man this government will lay your ass out and they don't know it yet because they're having illusions of grandeur. They're drinking too much cores on weekends, listening to country music and dreaming up all these scenarios where they're going to like fight the government. And then you have the hoteps, the black hoteps who are like uh, thinking that 13% of the population is going to take on, you know, 70% of the population <laughs> who is, who's got you out armed and outgunned and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be like, you know, Mel Gibson's The Patriot, just the black version or something and we're going to come out the 
woods with the victory or something. <laughs> and like, so there's so much romance around it, but the romance, here, here's, here's two realities. One reality is the, the glass on your front door breaks at 3 a.m. Yeah, that's a reality. So I just need my people to to Google home invasions and 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 it'll change your mind on guns because home invasions end up differently when people who home invade leave with with more holes than they came in with. Mm-hmm. Right. If they came in with two holes. They leave with foe. That's a problem for them, not for you. So that's one reality. The other reality, though, is uh, I'm not going to name cities by name because I want just my own people. But in some cities, our people are dying by. Guns ever did. I live in two of them. You live in two other places. (laughs) And there's a book that I'm reading right now called Dying of Whiteness. And uh, and it talks about how white males uh, are the number one victims of gun by suicide, suicide by gun, right? Mm -hmm. And the author of the book went into white counties to ask people, like, explain your relationship with guns is killing you. Like your people are literally like you are dying at the hands of guns just as much as anybody else is. As a matter of fact, more so in this way. And it is a almost a religion with some people. And part of it is romance and part of it is reality. My reality is I don't think we're going to win a fight against all the white folks when they all heavily armed and stuff. Hey, bro, but, you got to beat everybody, bro. You, you got to try you, you, ain't gotta outrun, <laughs> you, you ain't gotta try. outrun the bear, bro. You just gotta outrun the motherfuckers next to you. There All you I'm go. saying is, there you go. This, that's it. That's hey, true. I ain't, I ain't, gotta, gotta, I ain't gotta get them all. I right? gotta get and, you. That's right. But some, that's hey, but right. some, some, but listen, but some of those stockpiles that I'm that I'm seeing and that I'm hearing about, bro, it's a lot of. It's like it's, you it's mean a lot of Russian, in your house. A lot of Russian, a lot of a lot of Russian weapons down there. That's all I'ma say, right? Um, so, but like bringing it back to Texas, though, right? So, like we had a we had a school board member. Shout out Jason, because I know Jason's running for school board in uh in, in Atlanta, and we got to get him on a, get him on the show. I thought you, you know, got to get him a gun. <laughs> no, no, no. We got to get him on the show because you know we bring winners on the show. Everybody that's come on our show that's run for school board has won. So we got to bring Jason on the show. Um, but so there was an incident uh, in, in Texas. A, a, a parent showed up to a school board meeting and um, and instead of, uh, you know, just taking off the mask, he used his time that they give you, that they allocate to you uh, to speak. And he stripped. He uh, took all of his clothes off, right, to kind of make a point about the unmasking, right? And so what's your thoughts on just hearing that craziness? And I know y'all saw it. I put the video in, but I don't want to, you know, I don't, I don't want to, you know, I want to kind of keep it yep. PG. You don't want sh- to have a Chippendale section of the show? Appreciate no, I you, don't. Brother. I don't. I don't. Thank you, Killer. So, so, so that song is getting hot in here. Hey, <laughs> so Chris, what's your thoughts when you when you when you read that? You heard about that? You know what I believe? There's a, there's a tick there's a TikTok that's going around that says like name a conspiracy that you one thousand percent believe, and people like respond to that that you know and and like anyways so so people responded like like OJ's son did the murder you know whatever I one thousand percent believe that these are crisis actors. That, mm. that, that these are these are actors, that these are like literally paid people who were found on Craigslist to go to school boards <laughs> and say and do dumb things in different cities, because I'm not believe I'm not buying that this is like some, you know, just organic outgrowth of stupidity happening everywhere. Now, this dude was making a good point. Like this dude, yeah. was you know, he was I'm not going to call him stupid, but I am going to say the decorum of school boards 
has like changed so much in the recent, like just in one year, just all of a sudden in one year, people decided to start going to school boards and acting a fool. This is like in our lifetime, we're going to figure out that Putin paid some ad firm to hire a whole bunch of struggling actors in the United States, hired them on Craigslist and paid them in, in like pierogies or something. And, and that's why they acted like Did you respond to the TikTok thing? Did you did you respond? No, but you know what's funny is every one of the like one thousand percent conspiracies. I'm like, yeah, you get close. You like, I'm like, I agree with you. I guess they do use artwork to embezzle money. It's the only thing that that pays worth a million dollars now. My baby just threw up on the canvas. But man, listen, man, listen, Chris gonna find these people. They gonna have a British accent and shit. Like. You're going to be like meeting them and they're not even going to be from where they say they're from. They've already, actually, let me take this back. I'm not saying this unfounded. They've already busted some of these people for being Republican operatives, mm. like being straight up operatives saying, I'm a parent, when in actuality, they are actually like little workers of the GOP in their state who are part of the, the thing acting as parents. So I think, some, you know, it's not out of the range. I'm not making this up that this is like completely <laughs> out of range, you know. Nah, it's man, it's just, it's just a weird fucking time, man. It what is, is what is life? <laughs> what, what, where <laughs> Where were you in 2021 where motherfuckers were stripping and New York was flooding? And then I just found out that the rat, I wish this rat was real, but the rat is from a different country. But the rat was swimming and doing flips and stuff. It's a weird, it's a, I love y'all, man. Pray, pray, <laughs> get prayed up. Get, 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 just go to somebody else. I don't know. I, what is, <laughs> This ain't a good time to look at your Bible, though. This is not, especially that last book in your Bible. Hey, that, hey, this well, is not hey, a good. This ain't the best time to be looking at. You know, It'll I always wonder. Always It'll some, jack you, up. you know what's funny? Somebody with the technology we got now, Chris. You know what's funny? Somebody with the technology, Chris, is going to make a Revelations movie at some point, and it's going to scare they the shit out of everybody. They should have did it already. Steven Spielberg should have done that years ago. That would have been the best Can't movie ever. And right now. Now we you can't have the movie because we live in it. We got pandemics and 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 explosions. Did y'all see that that, that the the Gulf was on fire? Like did you right. see the pictures of what that looked like when that was happening? The pictures looked like what they told me in fourth grade was going to happen at the end of the world. The water is going to be on fire, right? <laughs> the fire is going to be on fire. The fire is going to catch fire, right? But droughts, you know, the supply chain is all messed up. You trying to get iPhone 13, you about to get iPhone 12 and a half because you can't even get the <laughs> supply train right. You know, come on, man. man. Uh, hey, so, so I, I know you are geeked about Tuesday. I know you are. Listen, brother, anything that got to do with Apple. <laughs> <laughs> so what's I Tuesday just, for the I just want to tell y'all. You, well, I will tell you, Sharif, in a second. I, but just give me the screen real quick. Listen, people yeah. watching this, everybody that's watching, I love y'all to death. I love y'all to death. Y'all are amazing, amazing people. There's two things, though. If the NBA ever calls me with a job and if Apple lets me run education, I'm leaving y'all and I'm not saying bye. I love Apple. So I'm just letting you know. <laughs> Don't think I'm changing. I've said this yeah. from the beginning. I'm not even if Charles is just like, oh, he got that job. Yes, it's going to happen. But no, there's. <laughs> There are new phones coming. There's new laptops coming. There are just things coming. And I got my escapism. Everybody got their escapism right now. Like everybody, yeah. some of y'all, y'all got family. See, I'm single. It's just me in this house. You hear this echo? It's an echo. 
is me and my <laughs> Apple products. You giving out too much information. I'm just home by myself, unarmed with Apple products. Oh yeah, I mean, you come, listen, you come find out. Yeah, you come, yeah. you come find out. And listen, and, and all my neighbors is black, and we got the Mexican cat across the street. They all love me, and we love each other. Mm-hmm. And they all got gonna artillery. Be the ones gonna rob you. We are no, no, no. These are my people. We, <laughs> oh, we, don't we, do that. Don't, hey, I'm look. knocking on wood right now for you, bro. Oh uh, no, no, hey. no. Yeah. Hey, but so, 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 so. <laughs> We're bringing it back to Texas, man, and I'm I'm having a lot of fun with this episode. I really needed this. Um, so you know, you know that there was like the so you know that there's a voting restriction uh, laws that are being passed in these red states, and um, I think uh, the Texas state senators kind of stood up and uh, and they uh, they began a movement. They all went to D.C. in order to stop um, the vote from occurring in Texas. Uh, they were in they were in D.C. for a while. They were lobbying uh, senators like Joe Manchin and uh, the senator uh, out in Phoenix in order to kind of break the filibuster in order to pass uh, voting rights nationally. They were because threatened we're with seeing, arrest, right? Is that... Yeah, yes, they were. Yeah. Like threatened with arrest. Um, but, you know, it, it, that didn't work. A couple of them went back to uh, to Texas and kind of break weak. the stalemate. Right, they're definitely weak. Because they're Democrats. Uh, to, break, <laughs> to break the stalemate or whatever, right. and they were able to pass that law in Texas. Right. And so the reason why I talk about the law in Texas is because that is one of the most stifling uh, voting act uh, legislations that's out right now. Um, it's, 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 well, I mean, when you look at it and you break, you break down, folks, I, I, I challenge you guys to Google that law and see everything that's in it. Um, so that you can inform yourselves, but um, it's limiting uh, African American. So they, they they took the Sundays, right? And you right. know, you know, right. after church, after you know, church. folks are folks are going to vote or whatever. So they uh they, they did some things with that. Um, you now have to include a driver's license when you're sending in your mail-in vote, right? Um, and there are all kind of other things that they have in that legislation that kind of you know targets black and brown communities to make them. Uh, to limit their voting access. What are you guys' thoughts on that? And you know it's going to happen in other places because it's already happening in other places. Yeah. What can we do? What are the things that we can do on our end? I'm about to join them. <laughs> Just so you know, I'm tired of losing. I'm sick of losing, bro. I'm so I'm so tired of losing on things that I'm about to join a winning team. I'm a Yankee now, damn it. You know, if y'all listen, you know, if y'all don't want to win and you keep like I, I think I think it's entirely possible that Uncle Joe, uh, the president, told black people in civil rights groups not to put too much pressure on Manchin and others and on the Democrats because it would be bad for uh, midterms right now and that all of them jokers did exactly what Uncle Joe told them to do and they standing down and the other team is just running up L's all I mean we're running up W's and we're, we're running up L's all over the place so they're, 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 they're hitting wins and Ray it sounds like you got a foot out of the party out of the GOP the, <laughs> he ain't, ain't sounding like a Republican since when no since when? but I'm about to because I'm about to join a winning team if y'all don't want to win if y'all like sick of like sick of winning and y'all don't you keep these, nice these 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 <laughs> weak weak democrats oh we gonna leave texas so they can't pass nothing oh 
I guess my grandma called. I'm gonna go home so that you know, so so that we're gonna give in, right? Like you you know how solid Republicans are right now with with what they believe and they do. I'm about to join a winning team. I'm sick of y'all losers. Sick of the losers. Y'all don't want to fight for nothing. I'm gonna go with the winning team. Let's run up some W's. Ray, you leaving the party? I might join. I might. Have Reeves. <laughs> Reeves. Yes. Look, Cynthia said, "Wow. Oh no, Chris." <laughs> <laughs> wow, is right. Wow, is right. I want to win. Reef, Reef, jump in here. <laughs> look, I, look, I, I don't know what to, um, you know, what to do, but I do think, like, I'm still speechless about Chris's take. Um, he didn't even introduce it as a bad take this time. You know what I mean? Usually, we get a little, you know, a little heads up. You know, I, I I think it still goes back to like just being organized. Like, what's the strategy, right? Like, you know, what's the strategy? How how's the you know how are people fighting, particularly in those contexts? And then they just say, hey, here's how you all can help us, right? Like that's uh, you know, and yeah, I do, I do think you know talking about like what might spread. I do think that kind of stuff spread, right? Like you know when we saw this whole let's ban Dr. King speeches and uh, not teaching about Ruby Bridges. They were organized. They had a playbook. Everybody uh-huh. said the same confusing, dumb stuff, and they got laws passed. Right? They like won. When, yeah. And they when, won. And so it's like, you know, it's, it's almost as if, you know, folks, they, they were angry up until the election. Yeah. Yeah. After the election, it's like, oh, okay. And then they, you know, folks are just like, you, you don't see that same kind of like hyper vigilance, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. The energy is definitely, you know, mm-hmm. you know, it changes. Like, and and I think that I think that happens, mm-hmm. you know, too often um, with folks, right? And so, you know, I, I do think of too many times our allies that, are you soft, know, you know, the, so. the Dems have become that team that the Globetrotters play. <laughs> That's what the, the generals. So <laughs> that's, that's the Dems. The Dems have become that team that the Globe Trotters and the Globe Trotters are just passing behind their back, underneath the leg, over the head. You know, all kinds of great stuff. And the Dems are just like, damn, we lost again. I, but you know what? I think another piece of it too is people under. Okay, all right, fine. You won an election, but you forget how many seventy something million folks wanted you to lose that election. You know. Yeah, that's true. That, like that's that's a lot of people, right? Like, you know, I think sometimes they, they keep acting like the crazies or just some small fringe group. No, it's almost half of the country, mm-hmm. you know, and the folks who may not have voted, but still may be active, right? Like there's still a ton of folks who didn't even vote, right? And so just imagine that the non-voters, how many of them also may be just like, hey, you know, I didn't vote, but I'm still very active. All of the craziness is still aligned with my thinking. I just didn't participate in that formal check the box thing, but I'm still riding in very deep ways. I'm still contributing. I'm donating. I'm helping organize. I'm doing all of that, even if I didn't vote. Right. And so, like, I think just strategically, it has to, you know, has to look like, you know, we just have to look at things differently. And like, what is the organization who, you know, who can we work with, who we can't, all of that. And then just strategies. They find loopholes all the time to to shut things down. Like we're who's who's looking into our loopholes, you know, that we need to to further justice. 
Hey, Charles, jump in here. It's a shame you're not talking about loopholes for justice, but like that's, that's <laughs> crazy. Loophole for yeah. justice. <laughs> Charles, when, jump in here. We're gonna when, and then we're gonna close. When Chris and Reef, when when Reef is just doesn't have like an affirmation <laughs> or some shit, he didn't pull no quote out. He's just like, I don't. He, he might as well say, Negro, I don't know, bro. I don't. I'm, I'm just listen, man. It's educate your damn kids. Educate yourself. Like you it, it re- understand. Like really get an understanding of what's going on and you might want to just start talking to your neighbors i know in california yeah, we feel like you're too good to know the people around you this is a really good time to get to know your neighbors it's just to know who they are talk to them over borrowing some sugar like we used to but you know that's poor people stuff but like kind of get an idea where the people around you are man i really think that you know this this we're in a weird spot as a as a country um and i i really think being prepared right now and not underestimating nobody right now. I'm telling you, we making some jokes and stuff, man. But again, if you, them people want you to think they stupid. They want you to think that they not about it. They not with it. And I'm going to just leave you on this. If the lady would have just slapped the, 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 the parent that took her mask off, I'm just, if she would have just, just, mm, I mean, just one time, I'm, listen, I'm a nonviolent person. I ain't had a fight in a long, long, long time. I'm just saying. Sometimes messages you set the tone. Sometimes messages. Set the tone. Listen, did y'all did y'all remember when when somebody threatened the United States a few years ago, and that and the general got up and said, "Check this out. If that happened, if they do X, those people will, those sons, those kids will not have fathers. Like mm, mm, they meant mm. it. They they meant it. And I'm just saying, man, I'm a very peaceful person. But if you make a threat, did. <laughs> Yeah. I, I ain't got nothing either, man. I ain't go ahead, right? We we just lost. <laughs> hey, closing thoughts. We'll start with the Beji. Good show. Thank you for bringing our attention to Texas, the big state of Texas. I hope everybody listens and watches what's coming out of that state, but not localize it just to Texas. Ask yourself the question, what's going on in my own backyard that looks a lot like that? Because it's easy to point to the south or point to somewhere like them and miss all the stuff that's going on in your own backyard that looks exactly the same. That's the first thing. When Charles said, educate your children. I love it when we can like talk about all this gassy stuff and then come back to just what's the most important, Jermaine. The only strategy that you have right now is to make sure that your children are armed and ready for the next fight because you're not going to be here forever. You gonna have to leave them here on this earth at, at some point. Uh, God willing uh, uh, um, that you you leave here before they do and uh, you want to leave them as prepared as possible and prepped as possible for what they're going to inherit and um, and I'll, you know let me just end on a bad take <laughs> you know you know um, which is you're fighting an uphill battle because your kids are on a steady diet of stupid. Corporate America is feeding your kids uh, the most irrelevant, ir- irreverent, uh, needless information that does nothing for anybody. It is like a head numbing problem that people, the people in the global diaspora uh, of, of people of color who have been colonized all across the world have a different uh, relationship with reality than we do in the United States because they're still living kind of some of the savage elements of their colonial uh, uh, oppression and we're not. So corporate America is feeding us a, a media version 
a crack. And and we're on it right now. And when I said earlier, this, this I don't care about the gray in my beard when I talk about Donda and, and Drake and Kanye and TikTok and everything that is happening, because we are educated on some <laughs> things. There are some things that we couldn't be more educated on. And corporate America is reaping the benefits of that addiction. Uh, um, and meanwhile, there's some stuff our kids need to know that we're not teaching them some survival stuff that they need to know while they're studying this other stupidity. But anyways, I'm going to pass it on to Charles because I see him vaping and I know that he wants to like talk, talk about you, this. So. You made me yell. You made me yell and I still, my, my vocal cords have not fully healed yet, but I will, <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Let me say this. I can't stand you, bro. I just want to say that. For the record, both Donda and Dre Sound were overblown. They're both too bloated, but there's good albums in between both of those, but I don't think it's the best stuff, and I think Kendrick Lamar killed both of them with one verse. Uh, but I will say this. I actually agree with what Chris was saying. I do think educating your kids and being ready, but this is the message I'm going to leave y'all on. This is the message I'm going to leave you with. All you young folks, all these people that kept saying disrespectful shit like I'm not my grandparents, I would have did this, I was a what was it? they weren't no revolutionaries, Rosa should have did this. Y'all, we we this generation got some of the best what somebody should have did. Guess what? Mm-hmm. Your chance is coming, boo. Mm-hmm. It is here. <laughs> it is here and it is coming. What are you gonna do now? Right? What are we gonna do? How are we gonna move? Because we are not <laughs> what's about little baby. We are not just in a space, right? These people are not scared of you. You should have known this when gentrification started real thick about five or 10 years ago. Them neighborhoods that white folks used to be afraid to move in, they not. They buying up all the Inglewood, both the LA one and the Chicago one. I think there's an Inglewood in New Jersey as well. These people are not afraid of you. And these people feel like they have lost something, like something has been taken from them, whether they are wrong, right, or whatever the case is. Them being right don't matter when intentions is the thing that's kind of leading forward to action. You feel me? So make sure your kids are prepared. Make sure you're prepared. Do you know what's going on? No, no, no. Like, and this is not a time to be, this is not shameful. This is not me shaming you or whatever the case is. Do you are you reading multiple sources about what's going on around the country? Are you making sure you know what is happening? Are you making sure you're checking with your child about what they talked about at school? Who are their friends? Who are their friends' parents? Are you having these very simple conversations that we tend to judge generations past about what they did and didn't do? Like now is the time. And we're going to see who about it and we're going to see who not. And uh, hopefully we'll still be around this thing in 50 years when this, you know what I'm saying, to tell these stories. So that that's what I will leave y'all with. Sharif, I hope you got some wisdom because we 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 tattered out, B. I just no, want to say not. mine was wise. I just <laughs> <laughs> mine was wise AF. But go ahead, Sharif. <laughs> Listen, I, I mean, I, I was pushing. I agree with you know what you all said. Yes, it was it was definitely wise, uh, Chris. Thank you, know, you I, bro. I think um, a couple things. One. I think people have to really undertake, you know, take stock and understand that politics isn't just voting. Right. And so they have to understand politics is actually bigger than voting. Voting is one aspect of politics, but your politics are happening every day. How your children are being educated, that's political. How, you know, where you're forced to live, the, the, uh, uh, 
college and career and aspiration, all of the things that your child may, that you may want for your child, they want for themselves. All that is in a political realm, right? And so we have to not have this kind of activism and, and door-to-door engagement leading up to a vote and then nothing after that, right? And understand that the political there, because the politics on the other side never ends they are going to continue to make sure that they are running down that um, street. When Malcolm talks about don't be a political chump, that's what we are. We're in that space of being a, a constant political chump until the day, the eve before an election. And then we want to, you know, talk about what's this and all the things that have been done. Like, nah, those things are happening every single day. Right. And again, when Malcolm talks about the greatest mistake of the movement has been trying to organize the sleeping people, you know, Chris talked about earlier, how many people are actually sleeping distracted, right? They're not rallying around, you know, sleeping and trying to organize them, you know, around specific goals, try to wake somebody up and get them to, to think about some in-depth plan. Like, nah, they got to be awakened. They got to see, they got to take off, you know, have this input and all that kind of things. And then they'll be ready to get that action. And I think too often we ignore the distraction. We want to be politically correct. We don't want to criticize. We don't want to say like, nah, we got to step up because we're like, no, we can't say, you know, if I see one more thing, no, you can't judge it. No, no, actually we are as well. You're not supposed to look down on folks, but no, you, you're judging all the time about, is this the right way? Is this the wrong way? And doesn't mean, and you know, and people can take that and run with it in a lot of oppressive ways, but we also have to understand if you're not a unified body, Body, and you can't judge like what will bring us to unification. Some of it is on some dumb stuff. And we have folks that are on some dumb stuff and are not about the liberation of our people. Our past folks, freedom fighters knew that. <laughs> they knew that with certainty, even though and they, we can learn from the, some of the silly mistakes that they may have had with the infighting and all of that. And understanding like, yo, we got to be united about something. We got to be organized around something. We have to be, as Cole says, on code about something. Right. And so that's a you know, that's just a a big, uh, a big part. And then lastly, uh, on Thursday, I hope everyone can join our We Need Black Teachers. It's a a youth-led kind of campaign. So our, uh, these high school youth who are both inside of our program as well as outside, they've been really uh, just sharing what they think needs to happen, that they feel that that uh, we should have never, uh, that they feel like they're alone, that they need more black teachers, that they're in spaces where they don't have what they feel they need um, and the people that they need in their schools year after year after year. And so uh, many of our, the uh, brother and sister organizations have said, you know what, we're hearing the same thing from the youth that we work with and they're demanding that. And so they came up with a campaign. So we're helping to amplify their voice. Um, so this Thursday, hashtag we need black teachers. Hope folks can participate and join us and um, free to mask. No, like I'll be free to face. Free to face. Free to face. Free to face. Uh, free to right. face. Yeah, listen, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not hearing that. So, so, so a couple of things I need to address, right? So first things first is that I saw a meme with uh, a, a, a tweet from Lil Dirk and he said that he had a little Wayne run. And so I just want to set the record straight because I know that a lot of our young people love Lil Dirk. 
But Lil Durk better never compare himself to Lil Wayne. And then this also feeds into uh, the hysteria that Chris was talking about earlier. So I'll leave that alone. Say, right. say it in Chicago. Say what it in you, Chicago. What you, say yo, it in Chicago. Right, listen, Rex, any of those rappers that call themselves yeah. Little, Little yeah. Baby, yeah. Little Damn. Wayne, Damn. Little Sir. Little Uzi, little like you know so what I mean. Old. Little hey, brain, so that's what it is. Good, like, good show, brain. Raymond. Good <laughs> show, second Raymond. Point. Second, you know point. what? Before you second. leave that point, before you leave that point, this is what I want people <laughs> listening to do. This is because to Sharif's point, to Sharif's point, there's a point here that Sharif is making that I think is very important. What yeah. I'm gonna need y'all to do is to pick up the ISIS Papers, Francis Cress uh, Wesling's book, The ISIS Papers, and read what it says about a culture that calls grown ass men lil and baby and calls their house a crib and whatever and read where that came from and then adjust yourself. Just watch Baby adjust, Boy. You can adjust, just watch the first adjust, two minutes of adjust, Baby Boy. Adjust yourself. Uh, all right. Fred, the so, ISIS papers. Just read I, it, people. Can Please I, just can I have, read it. I'm going to have the screen back now. Go, Go ahead. ahead. Take it. Donda so, is trash. I want absolute the garbage. Kanye, I want the, I want the old you. Kanye back. Stop it. I want... I want um uh the I don't. college dropout Kanye back. No, right? Mm-mm. Certified lover boy. Certified lover boy is dope. Oh my um, god! In this show, uh, I'm about to push uh, in. No, 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 no. Don't push in. Don't push in. Don't push in. Don't, don't push in. Don't push in. Uh, I wouldn't do you happy, like that. But happy stop. birthday to Happy birthday to the homie David Edwards, man! Shout out to him in the Bay. Just got a new position, transitioning out of education, just like. Charles was talking about earlier with getting that dream position or whatever. So shout out to him. Good energy for that. Um, Charles, you talked about the uh, hottest verse of the year being Kendrick Lamar's verse. And I'm, I'm going to I'm going to contest and that 3, 000, with, 3, 000, with the 3000 3, verse. Three three stacks 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 verse was crazy. But and actually, also, I, I, actually I think, I think but, every show that I just get a lot of like, but I I wanna, it's OK, because you because y'all said nonsense. So me and Ray about to have a moment. We'll take you off the screen. Yeah. Jay-Z. Uh, Murdered, uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. He 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 made he yeah. had the best verse on Drake's album. So absolutely, one hundred percent better. Yeah, yeah. Well, I like that Ross verse too. But okay, yeah, yeah. This is, I'm this not is why we can't pass right. no laws. So, so, this is so, why we so, can't pass so, laws so that, right here. Last, last thing, last thing, last. Right. <laughs> um. So there, there is a uh, there's a, a abortion bill that was passed in Texas, and I'm putting the screen on me because I don't know how anybody else feels about abortion, I, and so I want I want to take this. I'll, I'll take this hit if I need to take this hit. Um. As a man, I am never ever on, ever put the screen on you first. Yeah, put the screen on me. I am never, ever, ever having conversations that restrict a woman's right to do whatever a woman wants to do with her body. And so if I'm not able to full term carry a, a, a baby in my stomach, then I should never have any kind of say about what a woman does and what a woman does not do. And so I just want to let y'all know that Ray. Me, super supportive of, of, of women's rights. Y'all do what y'all got to do. And whatever help y'all need, DM me, inbox me, whatever I can do to uh, to, 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 to support, I will. Love y'all. You do this um, at the end of every show. See, you just you just you just do this on purpose, Ray. No, you, no, no, you no, just no, be no. dropped. You be starting just, a new he show. He starts a new show. He starts a new show. Because 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 listen, bro. You know, you just started a new show. That was a whole different show right there. Well, actually, we can talk about this behind the scenes. All right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yo, yes. Have a, have a good, good week. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. Thank y'all for watching. Peace. Right. You have been listening to the Eight Black Hands podcast with Ankrum. Cole, El Mecky, and Stewart. 
If you like what you heard, follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at 8BlackHands1. Thank you for listening.